lights. It's seven Friday night. Welcome to the seven Friday night Thursday pickup show. The Sacramento sections opening weekend was relatively kind to us. Ben, you went three and zero, and Coach Edson and myself went two and one. You should feel very proud. Perfection is possible, my friend. Do you know how you're not supposed to talk about a perfect game? Screw that. I'm riding high. Like the expectations for Trey Lance among the prep writer Cognoscenti, I will not be denied. You want some? Come get some. Okay, then. We will let Coach Edson get us rolling this week. He should be relatively happy with his week one performance, even if his perfect night was foiled by a former Spartan. Let's see what he has to say. All right, Coach, as we mentioned in Tuesday's show, your quest for a perfect showing last week was derailed by your former linebacker, current Whitney coach Zach McNally. His team came from 21 points down with a backup quarterback to pull out a 35-28 win over Antelope. Now, will this result give you pause for future picks involving friends and former players? Or will you be throwing out your new call-it-as-I-see-it mantra? Yeah, you know, that reminded me of, like, what happens to me every week in the NFL, like, with the team parlay. I go up 21 to nothing, and then, sure enough, that's – uh, I was great. That was a great win. Uh, I'm going to still call it as I see it. I'm, I'm happy for Zach. I thought I was being a genius there for a second. I thought I'm up, I was 2-0 and and up 21 nothing. but <laughs> good. I'm glad to see that. You know, that team then is a lot more mature. Uh, that's good for Zach because – He's got young guys. That's that. Watch out for Whitney. I mean, that's a big victory for them. So I'm really happy to see that for him. Well, we'll get it rolling this week uh, and we'll stay close to home with the NCS uh, in action for week one. It's your neighborhood game. Clayton Valley opens its season with a tough test against Salinas. And if you believe the preseason previews, Coach Murphy says he's going to rely more on the passing game this year. Uh, so. He says that every year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Until tough, they throw two picks in the first quarter, then it's back to the wing. Okay. <laughs> tough choice to start. Clayton Valley or Salinas, who you got? You're absolutely right. This actually is a tough game to call. Because uh, Salinas, you know, if you're not around, you know, around people around here, you're thinking Salinas, right? You're thinking, uh, well, all I know about Salinas is that's where half my vegetables come from when I go to the store <laughs> in the morning. But uh <laughs> They play good football in Salinas. I, I think what a great first game matchup in, in both teams. But um, I've heard, I'm, I'm hearing the word on the street is Murph's got a decent team this year. And since all these Clayton kids live by me, just to save, you know, my house from getting egged and all that, but, uh, I'm sticking with, I'm going to stick with the ugly Eagles on this one. Although I think this is a super tough game. And would not be surprised at all if Salinas uh, pulled that out. But I'm sticking with Murph on this one. I know he's got some pretty. I know he's got some talented players over there. I lean that way. Uh, I think I'm going to lean that way too. Um, I just Salinas. That's a that's a tough road trip too. Um, it's a long haul. It is. Uh, now let's head to the creek and see if your picks relationship with Los Lomas will be a better one this season than in 2021. The Knights host Rancho Cotate in a matchup that always seems to deliver tight ball games. Be advised that Coach Longero is almost certainly listening this week. 
Well, you know, I, I Doug's got another, once again, he's got a talented group. Um, and uh, another, there's another team. Everyone's like Rancho Katati, you know, where, who are those guys? But that's another sneaky team up there in Sacramento, Santa Rosa area. That's That's got a good program. They've been doing well for years. So uh, I think that's another team that you can't go to sleep on. I do like um, I do like Doug's team this year. I've heard a lot of good things about his players from other coaches. So uh, I'm gonna I'm and besides Doug, you owe me, you owe me. So uh, I'm taking the nights. Time. This is it, though. If he lets me down now. That's it. No fly zone. Coach Longero bullish on his team's physicality when we talked to him on Tuesday's show. That bodes well in week one. Yeah. Um, well, we were impressed last week when you picked against a Spartan in the Whitney Antelope game, and we've covered how that went. Let's see if you'll stay steadfast in your convictions. It's the game of the week. Folsom hosting Sarah of San Mateo in a matchup of two versus three in the Sports Stars rankings. Folsom opened with a win over Monterey Trail, while Coach Walsh and the Padres kick off their season with a road game against Folsom that also starts a stretch in which they go to De La Salle, they're home against Central Catholic, and on the road at St. Francis. Welcome to the season, Coach Walsh. That's right. <laughs> no kidding. Bulldogs and Padres, who you got? Well, I, I will say this. There's a couple of factors in this game besides the long drive. Here's a factor that, I don't know if anyone's thought about, I know I always thought about this as a coach. So let's look at the factor. Besides the fact you got to take this long drive up to Folsom. Okay. Besides that fact, I've looked at the weather this week and in San Mateo, it's uh, low seventies all week long this week in Folsom. It's high nineties all week long. The main issue that's going to happen to Coach Walsh, and there's, I, I don't think there's, you can try eating as many bananas as you want. You can try to drink all the Gatorade and all the liquids you want. He's going to have cramping issues in this game. There's no doubt in my mind, those kids have not, are going to have not faced the kind of weather that they're going to be facing. Thank goodness, you know, there's no fire. So the air should be, the air quality should be good. Let's cross our fingers that we stay, uh, that every, there's nothing breaks out this week for everybody involved in that. But so, but that's going to be a huge issue is your weather. You know, I know when we traveled to Florida and when we traveled to Texas, the humidity, that's, you cannot train for humidity. You just cannot do it. And uh, Patrick cannot train for the heat, and that's going to be um, a factor against him. Another factor going against him, and I'm poor Folsom. I know the tight end got injured, and <clears throat> I hope he heals quickly. I, I hate that about football. Early in the season, you always get those kind of injuries, unfortunately. But um, Folsom has a game on him. That's a huge thing as well. Um, there's no doubt about it, getting that one game experience versus playing your first game. Now, with that in mind, I've watched film of uh, Folsom in Monterey Trail. because uh, I got some film because De La Salle's playing Monterey Trail. And Folsom's going to have to deal with the physical Sarah team. And I did not think they did well against the run last week. And Monterey Trail doesn't really throw it. 
So that's going to be a factor as well, is that Sarah's physicality is going to be a problem uh, for Folsom. Um, and, and then to see if, but the other thing is, can they sustain it because of the heat? That's going to be an issue. So, so Folsom, that quarterback, I looked at him and going like, Jesus Christ, how big is that kid? And I looked, he's 6'6". Six, six. Is that Ontario Smith Jr.? Is that from Ontario Smith the Great, uh, from a guy from Grant? Yep. Player from Grants, these guys one and two, yeah, those guys are the real deal. They they, they can do something. So I, I think this is going to be, you know, one of those games. I know it sounds stupid, but it's like arena football. Who can get the most stops? Because <laughs> gonna move the ball up and down the field. But if game I, I do not, I'm, I want to just make sure I do not think Folsom is better than Sarah. I do not think that. I think with the heat. And if they played a game, I think this week, I got to give the nod to Folsom. That was an impressive breakdown. Well done. I told you I was going to look things up this yeah, week. Yeah, you were. You were kidding. Okay, I don't. You right? I, I don't joke. I, you ask, don't. I mean, I joke, but <laughs> when I say I'm going to do things, you can guarantee I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, you're off the hot seat, Coach. Appreciate no you stopping problem. by yet again. I'm I'm predicting. I'm hoping I'm gonna. Be, I think I'll be five and one, but I'll I'll take four and two as a good start. I'll I'll go four and two. Those are good games. Uh, if people are going to those games, those are all going to be good games. I'll I'll tell you that right now. So I, I'm gonna. The, that's some good high school football starting out the season, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. All, all right. right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. And now we're gonna take a quick timeout for a quick message from Sports Stars Magazine's podcast partner, the California Army National Guard. At some point, your community will be challenged. It could be a flood, forest fire, hurricane, or civil unrest. When it happens, be the one to answer the call. Rescue the stranded, protect the threatened, save the injured. Join the National Guard and serve your community when it needs you most. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. All right, the sometimes imitated but never duplicated Coach Edson got us rolling with his choices, and now we have to do our own work here as I try to remain awesome for another week. Here's the board that we'll choose from. We've got number three, Sarah, San Mateo, heading to number two, Folsom. Number six, Central Catholic of Modesto travels to number five, St. Francis Mountain View. Number 14, Salinas comes to the Diablo Valley for a showdown with number nine, Clayton Valley. An unranked matchup that should be quite good is Granada of Livermore heading across the bay for a Saturday afternoon clash at Reardon of San Francisco. Uh, we discussed this one Tuesday as a rematch of a tremendous opener last year, as well as a 2019 North Coast section final with Rancho Catati of Ronert Park heading to Walnut Creek to take on Las Lomas. And the final game we have to choose from is a couple of South Bay powers colliding as number seven, Bellarmine San Jose takes on Menlo Atherton after the two combined to score 97 points in last year's matchup. Uh, Chase, you have the T. You get us started for the new year. Well, let me first say, if anyone goes 3-0 this week, I will cry that sorcery is at play. Uh, this board is ridiculous. But I'll go ahead and get us started by picking the Knights of Los Lomas to take care of business at home this week and finally get that Rancho Katati monkey off their back. Both of these teams look pretty even on paper. They both return their starting quarterbacks and key playmakers on both sides of the ball. Uh, we obviously talked to Coach Longero 
on Tuesday uh, for Tuesday's episode, and he was looking forward to the physicality that his team can bring. And a physical road game is not one that is um, is going to be easy to, to handle for for Rancho. It's, it's it's not a short drive, and I think that was a key factor in Rancho winning 38-35 in last year's opener. Uh, Los Lomas having to make that trip, so I think it cuts the same way this season as the Cougars come to the WC, and I'm taking Los Lomas. If I uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't know that Los Lomas had Frank Payne in that game. I could be mistaken about that, but that's um, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a toss up. That's a coin flip. Bold for you to start with that. It just shows you how uh, how fraught these picks are going to be this week. Um, so I am going to start with the biggest game on the board, my friend, Sarah at Folsom. What a game to kick off uh, a season for Coach Walsh and the Padres. Uh, I talked on Tuesday about having watched the Folsom Monterey Trail game and how impressive the Bulldogs are yet again this year. I, I really think Sarah has earned the right to start from that perspective as well. We have to assume they will be great until shown otherwise. But they have some personnel changes in some key spots. And while I assume they will perform at a high level right out of the gate, I'm going to lean on an old handicapping angle here, tried and true, to make my pick. Second time out always counts for something. Folsom has a game under its belt. It's at home. And I'm taking the Bulldogs to improve to 2-0. We saw that happen with Pittsburgh last year. Pittsburgh yes. went to Folsom. It was their first game. It was Folsom's second game. And it showed it showed a lot. So, uh, yep, I can't fault you there. For my second pick, I'm going to buy heavy stock in the Adhere Ravapati Coach Reardon Crusaders. Their matchup with Granada of Livermore this week is actually a showdown between two first-year coaches as the Matadors come in led by Mark Moses, the Granada JV coach of the last 11 seasons. There's optimism around both programs, but I like the home team here. Reardon may be starting a freshman QB in Mike Mitchell Jr., but he's got some hype around him and could be pretty good. He's also got some serious athletes to distribute the ball to, including Crusaders basketball star King Will Height. I'm rocking purple this week. Give me Reardon. Okay. I would just like to point out here that you are talking about going on a crusade in week <laughs> one of, or week two or whatever the hell you want to call it of NorCal play, and you picked against Moses. <laughs> You're, what what is going on here? Wow. Okay. All right. Let's do that's observation on your part. That's where we're at here. All right. Um, moving right along. Uh, I will uh, also go to the South Bay where Bellerman heads to Menlo Atherton in a rematch of last year's season opener that the Bells won 56 to 41 at San Jose City College. I've said this many times, but I'm buying what Coach Beachman and the Bells are selling. I like Ben Pfaff in the backfield, like Nate Escalada stepping in at quarterback. And I like that these guys are in year two of the new regime, so they've had a full year to settle in. Now, Menlo Atherton is always strong. And yes, they just added Jurion Dickey, but we presume the all-world receiver won't be active in this one. So uh, give me the bells to get a road win on opening night. I will start round three with my lock, which probably... That's all I got left, right? It's got to be a lock. Got to lock it up. Um, and I'm guessing it's probably, we're probably going to have the same lock, but we'll see. I'm going to put my lock on the ugly Eagles of Clayton Valley. There it is. Yeah, in a home game. And we talked to Coach Longero after Tuesday's show, after recording. He was bullish on how good Clayton could be this season. 
Coach Tim Murphy has a solid group of returning players led by lineman Richard McKay and all-purpose back Micah Avery, but he's also got some new faces that could be plenty impactful in Pittsburgh transfer Christian Aguilar, our quarterback, and Tennessee committed running back Will Stallings Jr., who also played a season at Pittsburgh before spending last year at Bishop Gorbin Las Vegas. Salinas should be a very good team this year. They are in our preseason rankings, but this road trip's going to be too much. There's too much talent on the field for Clayton. Give me the Eagles. I get a little uh, nervous when we lock up the same game, but you were correct uh, in your prediction. I am also locking up the ugly Eagles. Um, So I've read the stories. Coach Murphy says they're going to throw more this year. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm riding with him because the last time I saw Christian Aguilar play a football game in person, it was pretty impressive against those ugly Eagles. So props to Murph for adjusting to fit his personnel. He's been a really good coach for a really long time. He knows how to do this, but you referenced Will Stallings. You referenced Micah Avery. When the chips are down, Clayton Valley is going to be a bully ball run right at you team. And if all the things they say, we don't know when Will Stallings is going to be eligible. I feel like we don't ever know when anybody's going to be eligible anymore um, because of all the movement. But um, yeah, okay. Clayton's going to be better in the pass game this year. Clayton's still going to be able to run the ball. It doesn't sound like it's going to be very easy to stop Clayton Valley this year. (laughs) I'm no expert. Um, you, You did reference Salinas. They're ranked. They're really good. Uh, Adam Schaefer at quarterback and Isaiah Hunter at receiver. I mean, get your popcorn. Great combination there. Um, but I'm going with the home team. Uh, win A win on Alberta way to start the season for the Ugly Eagles. So now last year we had a segment called Rapid Fire Picks where we could pick three games to give to each other blind. We are keeping that concept this year, but limiting the blind picks to two and calling it the challenge round primarily because there wasn't much rapid about our rapid fire. So I will start the challenge round with a couple of Northern section schools that we've followed in recent years, although it's technically an intersectional match this year after Sutter moved to the San Joaquin, Sac Joaquin section. The Huskies returned 15 starters this season and will be hosting defending Northern section division two champ Chico, a team led by dynamic junior running back Dion Coleman, who was off to a huge season last year before being sidelined by injury. Are you rolling Panthers? or Huskies this week? First, let me state for the record, I see right through your challenge round relabeling. You're saying that I was long-winded last year (laughs) with all my great facts that I brought to the table in the speed round. So, you know, whatever. Um, I am picking Sutter this week. Uh, And I'm doing so because I believe Deion Coleman is out to start the year. I don't think he's healthy yet. Um, He will be. But uh, Sutter also got their week, got their season started last week. So same principle applies. Uh, they have a game under their belt. So give me Sutter. Let's, uh, I'm going to start my rapid fire for you in West Contra Costa County because we all know that West Contra Costa products just do it better. The Gauchos of El Cerrito tuned up for their season at the Pittsburgh scrimmage last week, and now they start their season against an Amador Valley squad that has some beastly fellows returning up front and looks pretty good to start the season. Now, I could talk about the musical matchup here. El Cerrito, of course, claims Creedence Clearwater Revival, as well as a brief appearance, though I believe he graduated from Berkeley High School, by Phil Lesh of the Grateful Dead. I myself did not play an instrument. No need to go there. 
Amador Valley brings a couple members of the early 90s Bay Area rock band Jellyfish, along with Joe Plummer, a very accomplished indie rock drummer in some bands you probably heard of, along with some other musicians that I'm sure I don't know, and I apologize in advance. But, okay, that's all That's all extra. Let's really break this down to what it is. It's an Enos family throwdown. My alma mater against my mom's alma mater. Will you side with my mother, or am I the fortunate son? Where does Green Day fall? Do they have the? Did, did any Green, Green Day, Day members go to El Cerrito? They went to Pinole Valley. They, okay, they went to Pinole Valley. All Jeez. Right. Although Green Day was a staple on this guy's senior year tape deck. Well, I'm going Green Day in this. I'm taking the Green Unis. Hey. I am taking El Cerrito. Well done to get it done here. Lots of athletes, uh, and I. I Amador Valley, is, it's hard for me to know a whole lot about Amador Valley. Uh, I know they will be probably strong up front, but I don't know. I like the speed. I like the speed that El Cerrito brings. Let's go. Hearing good things about the Gauchos this year. Hearing good things. All right. Uh, how about for the for this last one, I'm going to go, what, what about the game in Lafayette this week? We've got a Sam Got, are we are we doubled up? No, I don't want to pick this game. <laughs> this is too tough. We've got Samarin, a team you've reported on quite a bit for us, giving themselves a good first test against Akalani's. Not an easy road test, as Akalani's coach Floyd Burns said, always seems to have some surprises for Don's opponents. Uh, so you know a lot about Samarin. Who are you going to go with? Are you picking Samarin? Are you going to pick Akalani's and then have wild horses drag you away? This sucks. I, this is a tough one. Oh, right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> man. I believe both teams have new quarterbacks. Luke Souza moved on from Macalonis last year. Ah, oh, this is tough. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Give me the Dons. Oh, all right. Give me the Dons. It's a home game. Uh, Sam Marin's got to figure some stuff out. I'm not confident in that whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the home team, but I don't know. I could I be think wrong. Sam Marin listens to this podcast too. They so. do. They do. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm. I'm sorry, Mustangs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. If I'm wrong, I will admit it in full next week. All right. Um. Okay. Let's wrap up in the Central Valley, and I'll ask you a question. Can you tell me where George Lucas went to high school? I cannot. That would be before he made American Graffiti, Downey High in Modesto. Oh. Those same Downey Knights went 9-2 and two last year and won their league. And last week, they went on the road and beat Lincoln Stockton 42-35. to 35. This week, they'll take on East Union of Manteca which beat Rippon 28 to 14 to open its season. Now tell me, will you be humming along to the soundtrack of Wolfman Jack and racing for pink slips with big Bob Falfa? Or will you side with another Manteca based football powerhouse? I am going to go with Downey. I know they have a solid returning quarterback in Connor Stoddard through four touchdowns last week against Lincoln uh, that seems to be a good buzz around this Downey team. And I think they will take care of business against East Union. I'm going with Downey. 
That pick is as soft as a downy dryer sheet, my friend. <laughs> it was very convincing, I'm sure. It's about as convincing as my whining about the second game you gave me. All right. Well, that's five solid picks. We should have lots to talk about next Thursday. Bring it on. Trey Lance lives here. <laughs> Lock it up. Best quarterback ever. And I will be the best picker ever. And you, you're you're automatically disqualified because you went on a crusade without Moses. Come on, bro. <laughs> and that will wrap us up. On game night, make sure to be locked on the Sports Stars Magazine Twitter page for updates and results. Follow at Sports Stars Mag. Then Saturday morning, be sure to check out SportsStarsMag.com for our coverage of the games. We build seven Friday night using Anchor, but the show is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. If you listen to shows on one of those platforms, search for Seven Friday Night and please rate and subscribe. Our cover art features photography and design by yours truly, and our theme music was produced by Dustin Phillips. So that's that. Another week of picks. How you feeling right now? Are you going six and zero? I'm feeling perfect. I am perfect after last week. Now we'll see if I screw that up this week. It's a there's a high likelihood of that happening, but for right now, I demand to be known as perfection. You just worry about getting to a game this week. How about that? Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right. Okay. I'll work on that. Gas up the car, my friend. All right, everyone. Enjoy the games. We will uh, talk to you again next Tuesday. Pick them. Pick them challenge. <laughs> All right, let's roll, boys. <laughs> <laughs>